ahead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. Of course, I'm doing well. And we're talking again. Well, I'm talking anyway. You have to listen. I've never done anything like streaming or anything, so... You know, there's that. Well, so maybe I'm still trying to figure out all 20. So, uh, other than, I mean, to GM, I, I can play on it fine, but I'm always worried about what I'm doing on there. I don't, let me put it this way doing a virtual tabletop means I got to worry about the game and worry about the virtual tabletop at the same time. And I don't want to have to worry about one of them. The one I don't want to worry about is the VTT. So, there's that. Although, Roll20 is probably the easiest one. Everybody says, oh, go to Fantasy Grounds. I said, well, I really don't want to spend the money for Fantasy Grounds. So, you know, that's that's the way the mop flops right now. So, anyway, I'm going to talk about campaign management and loose ends, okay? And we will talk about that after this. All righty duty. So, I wanted to talk about you're doing a campaign, okay? You're doing a series of stories, series of adventures. Now, leaving loose ends at the end of an adventure is an easy thing to do because if you're playing a campaign and you're playing for any kind of while, then it's easy to do because you could just pick them up in the next session or something like that. But how loose are your loose ends? That's the thing. Like anything else in game mastering, it takes a bit of finesse. I don't think you should have maybe, I'm thinking like at the end of an adventure, you know, where everybody goes, oh, I get all this experience points and maybe level up, that kind of thing. I'm thinking that you shouldn't always follow up the loose ends the next session. Or you should have one loose end. Just one. And it doesn't have to be for the rest of the party either. It could be for one character, one or two characters. They want to follow up with stuff. And the nice thing about that is if you follow those loose ends that you left in the next session, you've got one or two characters who drag the rest of the party in. Maybe. Hopefully. That's the whole idea. I mean, loose ends are pretty much plot hooks in disguise. No, no, you know, no joke, really. And I think you should have three or four plot ends at the end of a, of a big adventure. But here's the thing, following them up. I would like to... Now, I, you know how I feel about story arcs. I'd rather do episodic stuff. But at the same time, I like things that call back. So I would have like two or three loose ends at the end of, a, at the end of an adventure... And, you know, like I said, it's between sessions you can do like one. Or if it's like, you know, rapid fire, if you meet every week type of thing, I could do maybe one. But I'm saying after a big adventure, I'd leave like two or three loose ends and then not follow up with them. Not follow up on them. Don't follow up with them for maybe, oh, I don't know, two adventures down the road, maybe three. And then... 
you can follow up on those loose ends. If it's an immediate thing, like I got to find my girlfriend who got kidnapped, I can understand that. That's a loose end that does need to be follow up at, followed up at the next session, which launches another adventure. But, you know, stuff like, okay, we stopped this bad guy here, but there's like three of them. And so we cut the the syndicate's stranglehold on the city by a third. I figure we have to go out and find the other ones or something like that. Or you lose somebody, you lose an NPC who pops up later. You, you know, it's the whole comic book thing. Like nobody ever truly dies type of thing. So you want to, you want to plan out your loop. Once you leave your loose ends, you want to plan them out. I mean, there's also going to be campaigns that never get followed up. That's okay. Leave the loose ends there. I've got a 50 Fathoms campaign that we played maybe five sessions, and I know there's some loose ends. I left some loose ends at the end. So whenever I get to pick that up, I'm not saying with the same group, but whenever I get get to like start, even with a new group, I could look at those and go, okay, I want to make sure these get prominence. And I could run over things that I've run over the group before, but I know where those loose ends are going to be now. So, okay, fine. I mean, I've got a couple of pretty good ones in my 50 Fathoms game. So I'm hoping that'll follow up. And so there's that. Also, you got to look at the quality of your loose ends. You got to look at how it's going to impact the game, how it's going to impact the, impact the characters, especially if you're using stuff like from the character's background. Now, you know, I'm not throwing all of this at you just to make your game more complicated. It's just something you got to look at at the end of the game or maybe the next day when you review it and review it or before the next game, next session to review it, you know, and just, you know, it's kind of like, okay, do we want to tie these up? Do they want to now? I would make a list at the end, after the end, after the end of the session, at the end, and figure out, okay, what's happening? What has not been resolved? And how important is it? And I would look at it and think, okay, this one, um, the girl's father has been kidnapped. They're going to want to, they're going to want to solve that the next session. Fine. This one here, who stole the crown jewels? may take longer, so you can put that at the end of the next, at the beginning of the next adventure. They will be called in. Those can be combined, too, in the in the next session, but I would rather plan things out like that. Maybe there's a group trying to overthrow the government, and that's going to be a long-term loose end type of thing. So this is the kind of thing you should think of when you go about doing this. Like I said, I would just make a little list for myself just on scratch paper, and then later on, and put it in the log, whatever, however you log your your sessions, how you plan them. You know, when I, I was tasked with writing a play one time, it was nothing big. It was just a melodrama for one of those melodrama and vaudeville houses. And I wrote it. And I... I when I wrote it, I wrote it over the course of a couple of weeks... And but what I would do when I was through with my writing session, I had the I had the whole thing planned out. I had the whole plot planned out. See, this is where when you're writing something like a play, you can plot everything out and the characters and all this other stuff. But 
what I did was I would do like four or five hour writing sessions. And then at the end, I would put, I would write a note to myself saying, okay, this needs to happen here. And I would list bullet points, two or three things I want to convey in the plot I haven't done before. I'm, I put that and things that, you know, I just may, I, I wouldn't say, I would say things that I got to remember or things like that. I didn't put that down. But when I went, when I went back to writing again and I looked over the story, I knew, okay, this is important. This is important. This is important. And then I would write from there and write a little more. And that was just a note to me. And this is a note to you. These things happened. These things did not get resolved. How do you want, then you plan out how you want, how do you want to present it to the player? Sometimes the player characters, sometimes the players don't give you a choice. They want us to pursue this right now. And so you've got to take that into account too. So those, those are some things to think about with loose ends, tying up loose ends or just leaving them dangling. I got to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can help me. You can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar podcast. Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend, my good friend, Eric Tinkar's Camera Chat Podcast. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.